Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. The Super Bowl went real late. Tony, you must be so tired today. Tony Kornheiser, wait. The game was last night? See, in most oh, of your yeah. years, that would be a reflective, yes, accurately reflective statement. But not now, because no, I know I you, it. I know you I soldiered. It. You soldiered every, through. I watched every single play. Now, as soon as the touchdown happened in OT, I didn't go to the podium. I went to bed, but I watched every play. <laughs> Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, rowdy golf fans in Phoenix, an ugly hit in the NHL, and a bad loss to Caitlin Clark in Iowa. But we begin today with one of the closest, one of the tensest, one of the most enjoyable Super Bowls ever. Kansas City came from behind in overtime to beat San Francisco 25-22. Patrick Mahomes led the Chiefs on a 75-yard touchdown drive to win it. Wilbon, what did you make of how the Chiefs won? Tony, I'm going to start with Chris Jones. I'm not going to start with Patrick Mahomes. We can always start with Patrick Mahomes for the last three years and maybe the next 10. But I'm going to start with Chris Jones because there are a couple of plays that at a time in which defense has essentially been legislated out of pro football the way I like it and the way I've known it, Chris Jones disrupted Mr. Purdy and just prevented him from waiting on receivers to clear, prevented him from being able to be in a position to step into a throw, which he'd done otherwise. Chris Jones, I mean, those defenses and then defenses, that's my impression, Tony. People can talk, and we'll get to this, about what – you know, the, 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 the 49ers coaching staff and Shanahan didn't do and what the defense, the, the Kansas City Chiefs needed a muffed punt to score a touchdown in regulation, which all the great smart pundits seemed to miss as I was listening today. They couldn't score without a muffed punt, could not score a touchdown. That's right. Went 16 or 17 possessions going back last week without scoring a touchdown. The great Kansas City offense. So the San Francisco defense deserves credit. Mr. Coach Wilson is ruined. And Chris Jones, the disruptive Chris Jones. They're going to have a touchdown, Tony, in overtime on third down and change the complexion of that game. The 49ers are if Chris Jones doesn't disrupt Purdy. Chris yeah. Jones, that's my impression. So I find myself probably agreeing with you overall. The way the Chiefs won against San Francisco was the same way they won at Buffalo and at Baltimore. They played really great defense. They didn't score a lot. They scored what they needed to score, because when they needed to score, they hand the ball to the greatest player on the planet, and that is the formula. That's how it works. I was struck by a couple of things during the game, Mike. One was defense on both sides. So I think that Steve Wilkes and Steve Spagnuolo earned their money. And two was a lack of many, if if even any, pass interference calls. And I'm not talking about holding at the line now. I'm talking about where the pass is going to be caught. The officials let both teams play, and I enjoyed that. And I I felt at halftime, Mike, because I was rooting for San Francisco, though I thought Kansas City would win. I felt at halftime San Francisco had not scored enough points. I felt they had to be up like 17-3 and that it would come back to bite them, which it did. Clearly, the most critical play of the game 
is the blocked PAT. Because it changed the, changes well, the number the from four to three. Oh, well, but it changes the number from four to three, which means you can tie the game with a field goal instead of having to get a touchdown in order to win the game. And that came back to bite them as well. But my, my other feeling was, Mike, and you mentioned the muff punt. I believe that San Francisco's mistakes were more impactful than Kansas yes. City's mistakes. Yes. Right? Didn't you feel that yeah. way? Tony, two special teams plays lost the yes. Super Bowl for the 49ers. And the muff punt, yes. I mean, it's the muff punt seven points because the Chiefs couldn't score. Yep. They couldn't score a touchdown before that without the aid of that miscue. So, man, but it was it, – Tony – it's one of the great Super Bowls ever. Can we agree on that? That's Maybe great. the greatest? It's in the discussion, yeah, well, right? I don't think it's the greatest. I, I can list three or four others that I thought were greater, but it was a great game. It started wow. out not as a great game and ended up fabulous. Ended up great, 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 great. It had the great halftime. Yep. I'm taking Usher. I'm putting him up there with Prince and Bruno Mars and Beyonce. Everybody was great. Everything was great from soup to nuts to me. Let's move. To the bigger picture. Really? Better than up the with Chiefs. people in the 70s, Mike? Better than that, honestly? Up with I, people? You don't Usher. remember? Oh, I, I don't. <laughs> thank God I don't remember. I'm going to hate you oh, for reminding me. That was terrible. Big yeah. picture. Oh, my God. You scared me with that reference. The Chiefs have now played in four <laughs> of the past five Super Bowls and won three of them. Historically, Tone, what does and will this do for Mahomes, Reed, and the Chiefs franchise? So I'm not going to sit here and say anything brilliant that you haven't heard before. It officially makes Kansas City a dynasty because the amount of wins in the amount of years. In the Super Bowl era, we've got the Steelers, we've got the 49ers, we've got the Cowboys, we've got the Patriots, and now we've got the Chiefs, and that's it. That's the list. What it does for Mahomes is it confirms what we thought, that he is a great, great, great talent on the football field. 15-3, and three, I believe, is his record in playoff games. He's now got these Super Bowls. I, I mean, I, I just, my sense of Mahomes, and it goes back, Mike, it, it goes back to when he was a rookie, going into his second year, when Andy Reid understood, I got a real good quarterback in Alex Smith, and I'm going to let him go, because I want to hand the ball to this kid. And that is not much different than Bill Belichick saying of Drew Bledsoe, I got to let him go, because I'm going to hand the ball to this kid. Because part of great coaching is recognizing great talent as it's about to emerge. Now, is, is Mahomes Brady? No, Brady has seven. No, stop. But Mahomes is 28 years old. If he gets another before he's 30, then you can say he can chase Brady. But he's not Brady now. No. No. By the way, let me go back a little bit. Let me backpedal a little bit. You're going to get yourself in trouble locally. Because the Washington franchise, How? then known as the Redskins... Won three Super right. Bowls in they won three five years. With different quarterbacks. Come on now, huh? No, okay, no, it was but, ten. But, no, it was like it was nine or ten. No, no Mike, it was nine it was or ten. It was eighty-two, eighty-three, and they lost that one. 87, 91. Okay, you're right. You're right. More like and 91, Sorry, 92. Still, that's why. That's a lot of Super Bowls. That's great. a lot of Super Bowls. Yeah. So anyway, and you live there, they're gonna run you out of town. Now, Tony, people I dine out on one Super Bowl victory. One. They make careers in broadcasting and commercial making. You can dine out on one for forever. Oh, my God, three. What three will do, three yep. and perhaps counting. I mean, I, you know, let's That's face right. it. I mean, we talk about Mahomes being 28. Andy Reid might not be there for 10 more years, but he might be there for a couple of more Super Bowls. He could be 
So, wow. Mike, I mean, it, it Mike, sets hold them on. up. Mike, Andy Reid, Andy Reid's got to stand next to Patrick Mahomes for six to eight more years because he can maybe catch Belichick if Mahomes does that. Ooh. You just call Jake Ooh. from State Farm and say, I'm going to be here for a while. Get these commercials rolling. You got, him catching, you got him catching Belichick? You got him catching Belichick? Really? He's a great coach with a great yes. quarterback. That's the formula. Yes. That's the it formula. Is. Except for Gibbs. We turn now to the 49ers, who have lost to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl for the second time in four years, and for the second time have blown a 10-point lead. When Kyle Shanahan was offensive coordinator in Atlanta, the Falcons blew a 28-3 lead in a notorious Super Bowl loss to New England. Wilbon, where does this loss leave Shanahan and the 49ers? I'm sure frustrated as hell and angry and disappointed. And I'll take Kyle Shanahan over every other coach in the league, all of them, except maybe Andy Reid. All of them, right now. Kyle Shanahan, come on in. What do we have to pay you, and who do we have to get rid of? Now, people are – I told you this morning on your podcast, I didn't even want to turn television on because I know the overreaction to everything, the overstatement of everything was going to just make me angry. And this whole overtime flap is making me angry because Kyle Shanahan went and explained what he was talking about. If you go these two possessions, the third possession, if each team scores evenly in the first two possessions, the third possession is your winner. And that logic is fine to me. It's a bad PR move. That's what happens. It's bad PR because then the 49ers players are on the record of saying, we didn't study this stuff all week. That didn't cost them the game. Chris Jones cost him the game because Purdy couldn't step into a throw to make it a touchdown. And even then, Kansas City, which couldn't score, had to score a touchdown to win the game. And they did. That's right. The 49ers are great, Tony. They played evenly with a three-time Super Bowl winner in overtime. I don't want to hear any bashing of Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers. I don't want to yeah. hear it. What, what bothers me particularly about this show is that I am supposed to come back now and probably debate you, and I'm not going to do it. A lot of people are throwing stuff at Kyle Shanahan, and I'm not, like you, going to be one of those people. Kyle Shanahan, he didn't kick the extra point that got blocked. He didn't rough right. the punt. That's he didn't right. do that. He's been to a few Super Bowls. Here's who he's lost to when he's been in a position in a Super Bowl as a coordinator or a head coach. He's lost to Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. In tennis, those would be called good losses. I'm pretty sure those <laughs> yeah. guys are the only guys in the last 25 years to go back-to-back -back with Super Bowls. And I agree with you as well. I would have taken the ball in the overtime. I, I, look, I look at the 49ers. To me, they are definitively the best team in the NFC. They got a real good young core. I think Brock Purdy showed you you can win with Brock Purdy. I mean, and he I, should get better. I, I won't get blame Shannon. Do people, do people say that Marv Levy's a bad coach because he lost four Super Bowls? No, they don't. Stop. No, Stop. I'll take Kyle Shanahan Stop. and so will you. Let's take a break. God. Coming up, what should the NHL do about Morgan Riley's hit on Ridley Gregg? And the fans at the Phoenix Open right here behind me become a little too rowdy. Tony, the best thing about the end of football season is the end of the overstatement. The end of exaggeration, the end no, of proclamation Mike, and declaration every Monday. About Enough. the end of football season. Enough. No, there's it nothing is. good about it's it. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action, live and in person, with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, and every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. It's time to find out what's sticking in the thongs of the throngs in mail time. That's a good phrase. Do you want to have the word thongs in the show, really? Was Morgan Riley's response to Ridley Gregg's goal appropriate? No. No Riley's response is that appropriate. Look, I understand this is a showboat move to wind up and slap it like that from five feet away. I, I, I get that. It's a total showboat move. Look at this. You know, I, like, I don't know in all my years that I've ever seen that happen. But, no, you can't cross-check somebody in the head. In the head, straight up. That calls for a massive suspension. I'm not sure if the NHL, you know, office, commissioner's office, has the stones to do that. But, no, it's inexcusable. Inexcusable. So when I first saw this, I didn't understand it. It looked crazy to me. Then it was explained to me that on an empty netter, you don't take a slap shot. No, that just let you slide code. it in. That cause yeah. for retaliation. So yeah. under those, under that context, and <clears throat> even if you want retaliation, this is over the edge. He puts head a stick it. in the guy's head. You risk yeah. terrible injury there. What it reminded me of was Dale Hunter and Pierre Turgeon. Dale Hunter Ooh. got 21 games for what he yeah. did to him. So I think this guy's got to get a lot of games, Mike. But I also want to tell you that I'll bet 95% of the NHL players think he did the right thing because you, you broke the code with this. Tony, Tony, so you can cross-check him. He's got a whole body. You can cross-check him harder if you want across the chest, across the forearms. Head hunting like that? Come on now. All these sports no, you can't allege do they care about safety and player safety. Well, let's see if they do. Last do one. That. Is the fan-friendly Phoenix Open becoming too fan-friendly? Well, Tony, this weekend was a little interesting here uh, in Phoenix slash Scottsdale. <laughs> um, it started with the weather and delays. and had given people a lot of time to get, uh, uh, you know, some liquor in them. And that clearly happened. Yeah. And players had confrontations. They are screaming at fans during play. Hey, not in the backswing. And not their own swing, sometimes a playing partner. Look, but this is the, the appeal. That's the appeal of the waste management, by whatever name. The Phoenix Open for all these decades and 16 with the stadium crowd. And players want all this money? They want all this money? Then maybe you got to engage. Now, maybe you, you're saying, 
I shouldn't excuse the behavior. I'm saying that's the appeal of this tournament. It always has been. And now players want all this money on the PGA Tour. Where are you going to get it from? Expanded purses, expanded stadiums, more engagement. Fellas, this may be the direction it's moving. It just may be. Yeah, so that was one step below a toga party. The Waste Management Tournament has always advertised itself as a big party. They have, you know, let people in. They built almost 20,000 seats around number 16. 16, When there's a great shot, people throw beer cans. When there's a bad shot, people throw beer cans. I believe that that tournament has not just tolerated this behavior, but encouraged this behavior over the years, and it went over the line this time. People got drunk. They got drunk. They had to cut off the beer sales on Saturday. They had to stop people from coming into the tournament on Saturday. But the point you make, the point you make is a valid point. This may be the evolution of public golf. If you want big crowds, you may have to deal with this. It's it's sort of dicey. You know, you can't put the genie back in the bottle, kids. No, you can't, Even Tony. You may and want by the to. way, Let's take one successful. last break. Very successful. Still to come, Caitlin Clark and I will go down. It's very successful, but this was a mess. This one went over the UCLA line. UCLA decides who will follow Chip Killian's head football coach. Look, we got a little bit of time because there's one more party following the tournament. I'm invited. VIP. I got to well, get out of here. You got to let me go. The limb people encourage this behavior, too. Uh, they got the so music. Where's it going? They got drinking. Where's they got everything. Going? I'm just asking. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy time, people. Happy 22nd birthday, Adama Sinogo. It's fair to ask the question if Sinogo made the right decision to leave UConn after last year's national championship with the year of eligibility left to him. The 6'9 Sinogo, most outstanding player of the Final Four. He had four double-doubles during the tournament, including three times over 20 points and 17 points and 10 rebounds in the title game. Sinogo left for the NBA, was undrafted, signed a two-way contract with the Bulls, and has played briefly in three games for Chicago. Mostly he's been in the G League, averaging 23 and 12 for the Windy City Bulls. UConn is number one in the country again. Would he have been better off staying, Mike? Tony, maybe, but I thought we, the Bulls, were going to trade Andre Drummond, like Oklahoma City could use him, among others. And then Sonogo would have had playing time opened up for him. But the Bulls didn't trade Drummond, and they're trying to make the playoffs, and now Sonogo looks stuck, so eh. 
Maybe, maybe, maybe Stan might have worked. I, I, I'm still happy we got him. A not-so-happy anniversary, Three Rivers Stadium. On this day 23 years ago, the stadium that sat at the junction with the Allegheny and Monongahela, it's hard to say that, rivers meet to form the Ohio River, was imploded. Three Rivers was host to some of the greatest moments in baseball and football history. In the yep. 1971 World Series, Three Rivers hosted the first World Series game ever played at night, and now they're all played at night. The following year, 1972, Three Rivers was where Roberto Clemente got his 3,000th and final hit, and where Franco Harris made the immaculate reception, the most famous play in pro football. Thankfully, it was never called Three Rivers Crypto or Three Rivers FedEx. <laughs> Tony, there was nothing distinguished about the outside of it. It wasn't like Forbes Field, which it replaced. But there were so many cookie cutters, starting with RFK, Riverfront, Bush, Fulton County, Jack Murphy, the vet. They were all the same. You couldn't yeah. tell one from the other except the city yeah, surroundings. Right. But it was what inside happened that was special in Pittsburgh. Happy trails to yesterday's game for number two, Iowa. Caitlin Clark needed 39 points to set the record the most career points ever in NCAA women's basketball. She had 31 at the end of three quarters at Nebraska. Iowa had a 14-point lead, and then Clark did not score at all in the fourth quarter, and the Hawkeyes barely did. Nebraska won 27-10 in the fourth, won the game. Clark had 10 assists, giving her 1,005. She's the only D1 women's player ever with 3,000 points and 1,000 assists, but she went 0 for 6 from the floor in the fourth quarter. Only yeah. the second time in her career, she's going 0 for 6 in the fourth. Now, Clark will get another shot at the record Thursday at home against Michigan. Ah, uh, at home. Tony, you know, I know Nebraska blitzed her. I watched that fourth quarter, much of it. They blitzed her. They did not want her to score. But on the other hand, I wonder how much interest there was in that with the home game coming up, as if I was not going to sell out no matter what to watch Caitlin Clark. I'm going to watch. I think you're going to watch, too. So I watched the fourth quarter as well. And I, I got there with, like, less than a minute to go in the third quarter, and it said she had 31, so I figured that was the fourth quarter. And then when I realized <laughs> yeah, yeah. that she had 31 in the third, I would have bet gonna break anything. It. Yep. Absolutely. I was going to say yep. I saw her break it. They deed her up pretty well. And, they did. They know, blitzed her. They didn't adjust. They didn't adjust well to Nebraska at all. That was a failure. How in interested part. were Let's they in the breaking finish. that on the road? I just wonder. Maybe not at all. Maybe not at all. UCLA is hiring Deshaun Foster as its new head football coach. Is that a good choice? Tony, I think so. UCLA Hall of Famer as a player, running backs coach, played seven seasons in the NFL. He's a UCLA guy. Good for them. New Alabama OC Ryan Grubb left to take the same job with the Seahawks. Okay by you? It's a little odd to me if you think of yourself as a college coach. You know, look what Sarkeesian did. Look what Kiffin did in that job. But if you go to the NFL, maybe you have different aspirations. Maybe it's just different. Kyle Lowry reportedly joining the Sixers. Spencer Dinwiddie joining the Lakers. Which is the bigger deal? Kyle's a Philly kid. He's always dripped to playing for the Sixers at some point. Good for him. I wonder what it means for campaign, though. In his days in Philly, he just got there in a trade. I don't know. A lot of point guards. Hornets president Mitch Kupchak is moving into an advisory role. What does that mean? Probably means he's on his way out because Michael Jordan doesn't own the team anymore. You know, I've known Mitch Kupchak for 50 years. I covered him when I was at Newsday, when he was in high school. Last one. Will the Cavs win their 10th straight tonight? Woo! They should. At home, against those Sixers. I don't know if Kyle Lowry will be suited up, but they should win tonight, Tony.
played golf with Cupjack once. Had a really good time. We're out of time. Try and do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. And I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. And now, your sports lady, Bel Air, Wilbon. Bel Air. PTI.